Hey girls, welcome to Girl How, the ultimate podcast to solve all your girl problems. This is Fazana, a law graduate and a digital creator, and this is Sarobi, a student and a blogger. Listen to the whole of today's podcast to ensure that you are the best girl boss that you can be. In this episode we'll be chatting all about should funding be an issue for university. Now this is a time when people are thinking about the UCAS applications or they're starting to think about university or even if you live outside of the UK you might be thinking about how to start the academic year so that you can apply to the best and top universities. Now this is something that um both I and my sister have thought about and for me currently thinking about as well. So in this episode we'll be chatting all about if funding should be an issue for university because there are many people who for example may not be able to afford all the tuition fees and we know that majority of UK students for example will get tuition loans for the degree every single year and then also they may need to take out separate loans or think about how they're going to fund their way to university especially if they're going to be living in accommodation or outside of London or outside outside of their hometown. So that is why we want to talk about if you think if we think that funding should be an issue for university and if you need to really um stop yourself from applying to certain universities because they're too far away and they're too expensive. So in this episode my sister over here will be for the statement funding should be an issue for university and I'll be against the statement funding should be an issue for university and hopefully you enjoy this episode and is informative and as always make sure to please read the disclaimer in the description box below as it relates to every podcast episode of this series including this one. So without any further ado, I'm going to be giving the mic first to my sister who's going to be starting her with her first point on why she thinks funding should be something you consider and it should perhaps stop you from applying to other universities outside of your hometown. Hello everyone and thank you so much for that very big and long introduction which I always love and I just wanted to tell you guys all my statement the first statement or the first argument for this debate which is very interesting as someone who has applied to university I would say over 5 years ago or something so everything I think a lot a lot has changed every 5 years I feel like so my point for the first 2 minutes is that Funding is definitely an issue for university because maintenance loan never existed first of all when I was uh, actually it did exist but 10 years ago it didn't um as far as I remember but 5 years ago it did exist and the reason why it existed I feel like is because tuition fees became something like a loan because I remember when I was learning when I was in GCSE years I remember that tuition fees were actually uh free uh 15 years prior to that and that was very advantageous for some people who you know wanted to go to university just to do the degree and get a degree done and so on but now it comes with a very big cost of the fact that after you finish your degree you have to pay that back with some kind of interest which obviously doubles up and triples up the amount that actually you might be actually considering to repay back so let's say if i actually took a loan of let's say 50k from the student finance england i would have to probably pay like a little bit even if it's a little bit every single month or even week um that's still adding up or doubling up to the actual price that I've actually taken out as a loan and obviously that's very disadvantageous because that means that I'm going to be coming out more in debt and I'm going to be always in debt in a way because I'm always going to have to pay back to the bank and the student finance England and they're going to be taking my money away as I'm doing my full-time job so obviously that makes a very disadvantageous situation which makes me consider that the funding is a very big issue when it comes to actually going to university which is why some students might actually argue that funding is such a big issue i'm not going to go to university even though i want to do this degree and so on so that can be an argument that 
students actually put up the fact that funding is an issue because, um, you know, funding is an issue for me to go to university, essentially. So, yeah, okay, so I understand your point about, obviously, about how your interest will double and it may even triple over time and you're going to end up giving more money than you actually spend. But I have to say that I completely disagree with your theory or like, you know, with thinking that, oh, you know, this is going to build up and that, you know, you won't be able to pay it back because we all know that in the UK, it depends on your salary, how much you're paying off. So this depends on your um, loans for your student loans, like you the one that you pay every year. So the standard is is around £9,250 um, but it also for maintenance loans those are also depending on your salary so the UK will never the government will never really um, you know tell you that oh like you need to go broke and you need to starve yourself because you need to pay back these loans straight away that's not really how it works and it depends on your salary and also let's be honest, generally, and this is obviously a quite big statement to make, but generally a degree can give you stability. And this therefore means that you can have usually higher paid jobs in comparison to if you didn't have a degree. So a degree is so powerful because, for example, if you do, let's say, um, a degree like, let's say, accounting, then we know that it can actually pay you a lot of money. Whilst in comparison, if you didn't do the degree, then you would have a less paid job. And yes, that means that by the end of the accountancy degree, you will have to pay back the money. But you are also getting a higher salary as well. So you're getting advantage on both sides that yes, you have to pay the loan, but you're still getting more money. And on the long run, until you retire, you're going to be earning much, much more. So that investment that you give yourself for three to six years, depending on if you do something like medicine, you know, if you are paying three to six years, I think it's so worth it if you know, by the end, you're going to have a high paid salary, and you also get to increase the amount of opportunities that you have. And my point for these two minutes very quickly is that I personally think that your dreams are important. And I think that funding should not be something that stops you from pursuing your dreams. um, Because as I said, it will give you a high paid salary and all the opportunities will come to you later anyways. So just because you have to make an investment right now, doesn't mean you need to sacrifice your dreams. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I agree with that. But But the truth is that um not everyone wants to do a very challenging degree quote-unquote challenging degree for example let's say something like accounting or medicine or law or you know something like engineering and so on but not everybody wants to do those kind of degrees some people go for law i'm sorry for history some people go for art drama um, method acting whatever that might be communications business and all those kind of things which are not really those useful degrees or degrees that are quite challenging but the content is very easy to understand and so on so going to those degrees degrees at university and pay £9,250 per year per annum, that's actually pretty ridiculous in a way, which is why it makes, you know, students rethink about their decisions on whether they want to go to university and so on. And of course, um, so the point about your accounting that the fact that you might get a better job than this after your university ends and so on is actually a myth because not everybody can find that degree or a job sorry not degree but a job that they can actually work towards and they can pay off the debt and so on and my points will for this two minutes will be something like not everyone not everyone does a low and no low degree <laughs> not everyone does a hard degree but my point is that not everybody is like an international student who can afford all these um you know um 
um, luxuries and accommodation costs and all those kind of food and electricity and utility bills costs that it comes with actually just staying in London. For example, in London, the accommodations are highly expensive. So not a home student versus an international student. Of course, an international student will be given more priority by university because there is a certain level or level of degree and a guarantee that they're going to be able to pay back or give them some kind of deposit, which is a very high amount, usually, let's say 12K, 15K, depending on the degree that they're doing and what university they're, they're going to go to. So not every university is willing to give funding to all students, but at the same time, not all universities are willing to accept, uh, let's say, more home students over international students. Um, okay, so you said quite a few things there, but first of all, I have to say about... Um, the fact that you said that not everyone wants to do a degree like medicine, engineering or law or anything like that. But this episode is for people who want to go to university, who want to do degrees, but they think that funding is the issue that will make them like, you know, fall behind or they, that's going to stop them. So obviously we're talking to all the people in this episode who do want to do a degree and who perhaps want to do it outside of their hometown, but they feel like they can't afford it. So your point right there was just out of the box, out of the window, because that's not what we're talking about. And secondly, is that you said about how accountancy, like if you do an accountancy degree, then, you know, you might not get the job anyways later on, I think that's the same thing with if you don't do a degree as well. In fact, I think that there are high employability rates if you do a degree because we all know that a degree not only gives you the education, the qualification, but it also gives you a lot of transferable skills. And um, these things that, yes, you might be able to say that, oh, yeah, Steve Jobs and, you know, Bill Gates and all of these people, like some people who haven't had a degree, they can still do all of these things. But we all know that there's a very rare case and not everyone can be Bill Gates. So, I feel like having a degree does increase your employability rates and it does give you skills that are needed for a lot of jobs out there and it is something that they do look for in your CV. And I think that personally, another thing that I also wrote is that... Um, Again, you will, yeah, as I said, you will statistically get a high paid job with getting a degree as well. But my point for these two minutes is that I personally think that having a, even if you feel like funding is an issue and you go into university, I think that it prepares you for real life. Because in real life, even after, let's say you haven't done a degree at all, you might face financial issues in the future as well. And you're never always going to have a 100% guarantee that, you know, even if you become a millionaire, not even a millionaire has a guarantee that they will still be, be a millionaire for the rest of their lives and you're always going to have some level of uncertainty and I think that you do you do need to face this uncertainty when you're in university and you might not have all the expenses so that would be my point which is that you know you do need to realize that this uncertainty of not having enough money is pretty much going to live for the rest of your life especially if you go on and have a family and let's say or you buy your own house you have your own car all of these things they are going to continue and you can't really stop or control it because of you know because you think you can control it in university you won't be able to control it so stop thinking funding is an issue for uni okay that's um that's your viewpoint but i would like to say one thing which is that of course um university has these challenges and obviously they want to keep their student levels and basically they want to keep as less people as possible like what I'm trying to say is that they want to keep as many people as possible in terms of what grades and requirements and so on. But what I'm trying to say is that every student has the right to go to the dream university. But if funding becomes an issue in that point, obviously that student is going to feel de very demotivated to actually go to the university or they might actually not go to university at all. And obviously, of course, this is where the rich students or students who come from abroad, they have a higher advantage because they have already got that funding, that inheritance from their parents that they can actually go to the dream university. 
whether that might be um a very average university or might be a very high level university like oxford cambridge and so on so there's going to be always advantage and unfair advantage in terms of wealth and who who can actually bring that wealth into the university because the richer the university the more higher the reputation of the university as well so of course they're all, all the time i would say nine out of ten time they're always going to choose somebody who can actually bring the money into the university and so on and i would also say that bright students at the end of the day they can also drop out from university because of funding because they cannot cope they cannot keep up with the finances that's going on let's say if a kid or a student actually stays in scotland but they come all the way to oxford or cambridge or even ucl or king's to actually study their favorite degree like for example economics they have to of course stay here and live here and they're a home student and the parents do not earn as much let's say they earn below 20k or so or so on per annum of course that's going to be very challenging for that kid to actually come here and pursue that degree even though it is oxford even though it is cambridge even though it's king's ucl and and, and lse so funding does become an issue also for bright students here that are living in the um that are living in the uk as well so also known as home students so that's very very important for us to understand that sometimes funding can be a reason why somebody a bright student does not end up going to university to study their favorite degree well, I have to say that I completely disagree with both points that you said. The first reason is because you said about how richer students and international students get more admitted. And even though that might be true, I personally think that that does that is definitely getting reduced now because we all know that if you have read the statistics on universities, especially with Oxbridge, you will know that there are so many more bursaries, there are so many more funds, um, there are so many more opportunities available for state school students who don't have the money. And in fact, I believe, if I'm not wrong, um, Oxford has admitted more state school students this year than private school students. So they're not looking anymore at if you have money, they're trying to get in more people who are bright but are from these state schools. Of course, you have to be bright to get into Oxford or Cambridge like we're not saying that now they invite any state school student to come in they have to obviously meet the entry requirements but after they have they don't differentiate them between you know if the state school or private in, in fact if you actually are a state school student and you're getting let's say all A stars in comparison to someone who's a private school and you get all A stars then obviously the state school one can be more impressive because they still got those A stars even through the underprivileged circumstances so I personally think that you should not think that oh international students have a selective advantage and state school students have no chance because the statistics does not prove otherwise and the second thing I have to say about the you said exactly about dropping out that was exactly my point for the next two minutes which is that you can always drop out even if you can't actually afford it i know it sounds like a very harsh thing that no one wants to do no one wants to drop out after they've gone into university but if in the worst case scenario you do you can always drop out and i'm sure the government will be able to support you because you are a student and the government has a responsibility to take care of all the students essentially so i feel like you should not worry about oh my god what if i have to drop out because that shouldn't really be an issue you will need to you if you need to drop out you will and i know the majority of students because of funding they never drop out especially in universities like oxbridge because i know that uh, for example, there was this YouTuber, he went to Cambridge and on his third year, he was really, really financially struggling. And this was basically him meaning that he couldn't even pay his accommodation properly. And yet through um, many things that he did and through like, you know, looking for opportunities, he still managed to finish his degree in Cambridge and he's now studying at Oxford. So, you know, you can actually see that this is something that can happen. And again, if in the worst case scenario, he couldn't make it, he could have dropped out. I know it'd be painful, but at least he knew he 
who got a place in Cambridge. And that's still something you can take with you or you can reapply later on. So that would be my thing is that you can always drop out later. So it shouldn't be an issue. Of course. And in the case of that YouTuber, I believe that, of course, um, that's one of the exceptional cases. Not everybody will be able to struggle financially and still end up, you know, um, getting the graduation and so on. That's actually an um, exceptional circumstances. But of course, it can give um, inspirational, you know, stories and so on. But I feel like that only competitive universities or very high achieving universities are the only ones that can actually give you can give you some level of funding. However, for a home student like myself, let's say, to actually go to those universities, achieve those grades and get in is going to be a really a really big long haul kind of a journey i cannot guarantee myself that i'm going to go to oxford let's say for law if you know if there's going to be hundreds and thousands of other students applying for the same degree and might have a better wealth a better circumstances better um everything of course then what's the point of me actually working so hard at the end if I have to drop half the second year because I don't have enough funding? That doesn't really make sense for me to do all those tests, all those admission tests, all those personal statement drafts and all those, you know, interviewing and all so on. If at the end, I will have to drop out anyway because I cannot financially be stable at universities like Oxford or Cambridge. And even though Oxford and Cambridge might give me some level of funding or scholarships, those might not be enough to sustain the life, um, you know, the life um, at you know, those kind of universities, because those universities are very rich, very wealthy, and so on. So only competitive degrees, I'm sorry, only competitive universities can actually give you funding. But to get into those um, universities itself is a very hard, big challenge. And of course, there's no question about, you know, if you're going to be living with your parents, this doesn't count with that. But we're talking about necessarily when you're going to be going into those universities and staying there for three years uh, minimum for some degrees. And also another thing that I would like to say is that not all universities are accommodate all underprivileged students and this can be the example of all the London universities as soon as they see you that you don't have your parents don't have enough income or you're going to be taking a very high level of maintenance loan from them or from the student finance England they're going to be automatically going to cut you out because you're not going to bring anything to them they will have to accommodate you instead so that's very very important point that I would like to emphasize in this two minutes well, I have to say that, again, I completely disagree with you. I think, first of all, you didn't address all my previous points, which is a bit concerning. And, uh, yeah, she said she never does, which is absolutely true. And because my points are so good, uh, I know. And um, about the thing about the stats, basically, I would say that, again, I have to go back to the statistics. As I said, I don't agree with you about how rich students are getting in more because that's not true. If you see all the university websites majority of them i know for example me as someone who has looked at university websites i know there are people there are funds for black people there are funds for like ethnic minority backgrounds there are funds for people who get free school meals there are funds for people in underprivileged backgrounds funds for any state school student there are so many different funds available and on top of that, they also give it to anyone who is coming. Like if you are just financially struggling, it's not even sometimes about your race or anything like that. It's just depending on your household income. So I feel like if this much support is available and also the stats are basically showing, if the stats are basically showing otherwise, then I don't see why you should feel like funding should be the only issue. I personally think that honestly, people are now making an excuse because there's so much support out there and you're still saying funding is an issue. Like, come on, mate, like, you know, better get a life because I don't don't think that's how it works and secondly is also about the fact that um 
about I feel like the way you said about how you know some people like for example uh, someone who gets into Cambridge and they manage to drop out the second year because they can't afford it and you know they just kind of wasted their time with all the admissions tests and everything but I think that first of all never when you are applying to university I think it is a time of growth and even if you don't get in otherwise you're still growing yourself as an individual and there's I know it sounds very cliche but actually I think it's completely true that you are going to grow as a person even if you get rejected you are going to grow up from failure and you're going to know how to deal with it and even if you do get accepted you are obviously going to know that I did have a place there so even if you drop out you know that yes I was a Cambridge student once upon a time or I was a King's student once upon a time and I think that's a great achievement to have anyways and you know the reason why you dropped out anyways not because of your grades or anything is because of your circumstances and I think that the last thing that I wanted to quickly say is also about the fact that um the fact that about how you said not every university can accommodate everything as I said this is improving drastically now so again it shouldn't really be an issue and even if it is you can research universities that will give the support which is majority of the universities and my point for these two minutes very quickly is the fact that you said about living at home you said that in this episode we're not talking about living at home and that is completely true but I think that even living at home is pretty expensive Um, a lot of people don't consider the fact that even when you live at home you're probably using your parents money you probably don't pay rent to your parents or even if you do that means you're spending lots of money so wherever you go whether you stay at home or go outside you're going to still spend money and it's still going to be uncomfortable so in either way whether you do a degree you don't do a degree whether you stay at home or you live out you're always going to have discomfort you're always going to have uncertainty so you might as well just go and pursue your dreams and if you really want to do a degree just go for it and don't think about the funding of course, and now since she attacked me last time that I don't address her points, I'm going to be doing that just now. The reason why I don't, that's another episode. Anyway, so let's get started with the uh, my points and I'm going to attack her now. So the thing about website and you tell students who actually research online, the truth is that universities love to lie a lot on their websites and for example the best example i can give you guys is the ucat scores and the bmat scores and the cutoff scores for whatever test you guys are doing if especially if you're planning to medicine you'll probably know what i'm talking about but there are several kinds of things that universities tell you that is proper lie on your website so as an international student or a home student i'll be very concerned about whatever they write on the website because whatever they say on the website might be all white but what they say actually from the mouth on the on the actual clearing day is all black so you never know so you never know what they're saying and what they actually mean the second thing that i would like to say is that clearing can change everything as i said before that you know you might have got a place um you know in, in a particular university but then you don't get the grades and then that can actually change your whole procedure so for example if you plan to actually go to a university where you knew that the funding was actually good you would not have to spend a lot but and then you can you get actually average grades or they're below their entry requirements and you don't get the offer so then you might have to go to a university which has a very high expense you know you would have to pay at least 20k to stay for the next I don't know every year and so on so that's actually ridiculous and that becomes a very issue for that for that kid to actually go to university another thing that I would like to mention is that yes everybody's supposed to grow as a person and as an individual and so on but it doesn't have to be university necessarily it doesn't have to be going through the pain of financial crisis then you have some some kind of you know brain that you know what i need to start saving up money i need to be really good at budgeting and my finances and so on you don't have to learn everything through a painful 
gateway or a painful event. You can also learn things by just learning from other people's mistakes and whatever they do and so on. Another thing that I would like to say is that you cannot opt out. Um, of course, if you go to university, let's say if I went to Oxford Law and then I drop out on the second year because I couldn't handle it because it, financially I was basically in crisis. Then what I would say is that then I cannot obviously put on my CV or my personal statement that, you know what, to my employer, to my future employer, that, you know what, I went to Cambridge for or Oxford for law, but then I dropped out because of financial crisis. You cannot actually put that as a nice thing on your CV, even if you did all that hard work and so on. And um, and of course, living at home has less cost, less expenses and stuff. Let's be honest. If you're going to be living in a university, that's like double the amount of expenses you're going to be having and experiencing at university. So that basically proves my point basically that funding is a very big issue for all university students out there well again as i always say i have to disagree with you because i just don't think that should be the main issue that someone thinks about like you i just i just don't think that should be like i know for example someone who again like i can give you many examples but there's one person who um went to oxford and i remember that he actually said um in one of the videos um if you actually go to programs or summer schools you can actually know more information about this but he actually said that he has all the disadvantaged he meets all the disadvantaged criteria if that's how you'd like to say it he's a young carer he's on free school meals he's on all the different benefits you can think of he is you know he was from a state school he was living in a poor area he was basically the most disadvantaged of the disadvantaged of the disadvantaged and yet he was still doing a degree at oxford and um it just proves and he said that he has never really had to think about finances or you know that didn't limit his performance at oxford and it doesn't so i feel like if this doesn't give you enough um confirmation that universities are there to support you and especially now in the 21st century they are trying to do their best and they're trying to help people and they're trying to give the state school students their rights that they deserve like if you're bright you should be able to pursue your dreams um and if you um have the capability then why not go and be able to achieve your dreams um so you know we need to think about it that way so i feel like you need to just keep looking at stories i know it seems like you know again like you said about universities like to lie um i do agree to a certain extent with that but at the same time you also have to realize that you can also get like loans from the bank if universities don't provide it as well like the government and the bank can also provide many different loans so you need to do your research and i know that research can be a bit painful but if you really want to go into uni you will make a way if there is a will there is a way as you know and my last point for these two minutes is that universities and governments and all of these places are there to support you they literally have money we why are working people paying tax they're not only paying tax for healthcare. they're not only paying tax for the economy they're not only paying tax for you know schools they're also paying tax for somewhat you know doing this emergency crisis situations where students need money so students if you're listening to this Funding should not be an issue because there is so much support out there available for you. And just because of your circumstances, it should not stop you from going to university or pursuing your dreams. So that was basically our podcast episode today on funding should be an issue for university. I know it was, again, something that some of you guys might be able to relate to and we hope that it helped you out. Uh, please make sure to definitely tell us on Spotify if you're listening whether you, what are your thoughts on this topic and do you have any final ideas or thoughts? 
I think, again, this was a very good debate and it basically brought me back to my memory lane of when I was applying for university. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I mean, personally, I'm going through that process myself and God willing, hopefully it will come out uh, nice on the other side. But um, definitely it can be a stressful process and make sure to, of course, like look into all the different factors when applying. But anyways, we're going to leave it here. So thank you so much for listening to today's debate on funny should be an issue for university. We really hope they have enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you're excited for our future episodes, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast platforms currently on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. You can also check out our website, surabiscribbles.com for extra tips and tricks from us. Thank you for tuning in and we'll hopefully see you next time.